What would you say to those many people um, who would consider themselves sceptical that say this this was all in your mind, all in your head, you know, there's no nothing beyond your brain. We we know this. I would say that that's beautiful. I said, I said, learn that. Just learn that. You know, you know I'm not, you, you're on your own life path and you got to see this and you got to feel it. And what's more is <laughs> I, I agree with you for the longest time. And and who, who knows? I could still be nuts. Who knows? But, 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 but that, that's the purpose because everyone has their life experiences. Everyone has their reasons to be there. So maybe they have to see that. Maybe they will never see anything else. Or maybe they'll come to the realization themselves that, uh, that, that, that there is more to life than why are they here. Maybe they'll have those thoughts. Maybe they won't have their, their thoughts. And that I would like to be able to enlighten them as they would like to be in, able to enlighten me. But listen. Everyone's on their own life path. And I'm not tolerant of everybody because I'm such a highly evolved person. I'm, I'm not even tolerant. I'm accepting of everything because everyone has to be on their own path. That's one of the lessons that I learned there is that your, 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 your teacher is the teacher inside of yourself. There's a Om Namo Gurudev Namo. I bow to the internal teacher inside myself. That's where you have to learn. People can tell you things like you have to learn it, but, but, but really you have to see the pieces, put them together and draw your own conclusions because that's what it was like in that other place. There wasn't anybody telling me what was going on and what I had to learn. I was experiencing it and drawing my own conclusions. So those people who are skeptical, have the experience, draw your own conclusions, and life is beautiful. And I encourage them to, uh, to, to continue on their path of enlightenment, uh, however that is. And, and I mean that sincerely. It's not like I'm so evolved and, and like, you know, I'm accepting of everything. No, no, it's, that's the way life is. When, when you were going through these scenes of your life, you said the first one was, well, not the scenes of your life, but the scenes of your experience. You said the first one was in, in the work environment with other people do you think that those other people were uh, individual thinking beings or do you think that they were kind of projections of your own um expectations oh, that's so important that is great i'm glad you asked that question okay so so i i wrestled with, with that for for a while is that what i what what, what i thought is that is this a show for stevie weber is this, is this a show that they're, they're putting on okay stevie uh, okay showtime this for stevie and but no, I don't think so. Because there's physical reasons and there's spiritual reasons. And everybody, you know, your higher self, when, when, when you're here on earth, does, does your higher self go on hiatus and just wait for you to come back? Or is your higher self always in spirit and just part of you comes here? And that's what, what I believe is that your higher self is always in spirit and part of you comes here. That's why I was able to connect with my higher self and gave me some guidance when I was there. And so, and so what I learned about life and things and signs and synchronicities is that, and just like the life re re review, like I was saying, like, like once I understood everyone had their own reasons for being here now, now it was very similar to that place is that, is that they're here 
in their own experience. It may be in their subconsciousness. It may be in their spirit conscious. It may be in their higher self. You know, people's trajectories come together for events and, and that's the way it is for everything. And so the long and short of it is that I do, I do believe that they were there for their own reasons because as I interacted with them is that I brought insight to them. Some of those people that I felt like, like they were looking to me like I was later looking to my higher self. Like, like it wasn't actually what I was showing them. It was like me standing before them with my awareness. They were sensing my awareness and that was fueling their growth, not actually what we were doing. And so, um, and so, yes, yes, I do think it's not a show for Stevie Weber. I think they were there for their own reasons underneath their own circumstances and that, and that every, experience is an exchange. I don't mean exchange like a commerce exchange, but everyone has their reasons for being there. No one, in my opinion, nobody's there just to do someone a favor. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's, it's there. Everybody, life is dynamic. There's so many different levels and all those people are there that is really happening to them on a spiritual level. And I believe that, that they will retain that knowledge either in this life or something else that comes afterwards. There's, there's nothing's futile if that if that mm. makes sense. Mm. So, do you think that the people that you were having this experience with, because you said that they were people that were still involved in your life or were in the past, so assuming that they're still kind of alive physically here as well, so do you think that they were having dual experiences, one on Earth and one with this avatar in your experience? Yes, and and the reason why I, I say that is that. What does your higher self do while you're here? Like, 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 like what, 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 what happens? Do they continue to grow in their own path or do they have multiple incarnations at the same time? I don't know, but, 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 but I know just by the fact that, that they were there and that I got the intense feeling that, that, that they were there real that, that that it wasn't a show for steve so so given that circumstances why would they be there how would they be there and that's how i in my own mind you know reason it through is that is that yes that must be they have a connection to their higher self and the higher self doesn't take a nap while while, while their incarnation it's looking for more opportunities to lo learn and grow and and how the mechanics of that work i'm not sure except for I didn't feel it was a show because that I could see them coming to realizations and it was real and it had nothing to do with me in the sense of their realization, except for me realizing their realization, if that makes any sense. You know, it's, it's a little deeper than that. Everyone has their reason for being there. Everyone gets something really important out of it. And that I believe that they were real. Hmm. So from your entire experience then to ask the big question, what do you think will happen when Steve or Darren die? For the last time um i think it's i think i'm gonna pick up where i left off i think that um i think that i will go to the place between here and there and go through that transition and then uh and then provided that that i did pass is that uh is that uh i will either go into spirit permanently or temporarily or i'll be returned back to earth and uh and okay so i, I don't fear death at all zero and that is such a liberating thing. I mean, really, that is a liberating thing. You, you think about people walking around, you know, especially with the, with some of the things that are going around in society and everything else, and people are scared. And that um, and that to have that burden lifted off me that that 
I don't fear death anymore. That 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 in and of itself is a great burden. So so, but I want to get as much experience as, as I can in life. And so I'm I really with do live a dynamic life. And so I do a lot of things, uh, especially with uh, with the writing of the book, the place between here and there. And then then we also give workshops uh, with with meditation and sound and and all this all, all these spiritual things. And we also reach out to kids is that is that they have different spiritual events. And so we'll go to them. We'll see young people and then we'll invite them back to our house, me and Kathy. And we'll have uh, and we'll have curtains or we'll have crafts. We'll, we'll make things out of sea glass or Reiki wands and stuff. And we'll just have a great time just hanging out and, and having a great team. Most time, most people bring uh, drink tea. Some people drink some wine, you know, everyone according to their own thing. But if it's a whole thing about about living life and. And especially the kids are very important to me now because I, I mean, kids are always important, but now I had that experience with the, uh, with, with, with the kids there. Now I'm like, no, I want to connect with them. And I want to show them that, that, that spirituality is fun. It's part of your life. It's that, it's that don't cut that out. But, but if you have spirituality, it'll help you to rise in this life. It's not about all of a sudden you're going to be missing all these opportunities because you have ethics and you have spirit. Mm-hmm. No, it brings a whole load of new opportunities. And, that, and that's not a question like, oh, you have to live in the world, real world. Yeah, you do. And bring your spirit with you. You do a lot better. And that's kind of like, like, like the message that, that we bring to kids. But my, uh, but, but, but my wife, Kathy, was very important uh, uh, to me. Uh, she, my significant other. I, I call her my, 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 my wife, but, but she's my life partner. And... Um, and, uh, and so when, when I was in that place, there was a lady who was praying all the time and I didn't, I didn't understand what, what, what she was doing there, you know, and, uh, and, but there was something familiar about her. And uh, it wasn't until that I woke up that I realized it was my friend, Kathy, who was praying for me. And somehow she reached to that other place. And, uh, and it wasn't that I felt like, um, it wasn't that, that, that I felt like there was a consciousness beyond us that said, okay, Kathy's prayed enough today, so we're going to make her dreams come true. It was more like I felt her energy, and that energy drove me very much similar to the way John and Joey's energy drove me. It wasn't that anyone was, was deciding things. And so now when, when I'm here with Kathy is that she, she feeds these squirrels that we have literally 30 or 40 squirrels here every morning like around our house. And I can't help but think, like I feel their energy. I can't help but think those are the kids, like like more kids that are coming up to, to be prepared for a human experience. And uh, and so these are the things that in my regular life now I I love. I love feeding the squirrels. I love connecting with with, with the kids. I love having the things. But I also love technology. I'm a technology guy. I love technology. You know, I uh, I would I love horseback riding. That 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 was a big part of my uh, my my recovery. But I'm telling you, someday I'm going to buy a farm in the middle of America and uh, and I'm going to, uh, Kathy and I, we're going to rescue animals and take care of them. And uh, and when I'm there, uh, boy, I'm going to keep an eye on those squirrels and those and those kids. Quite right that, too. You know, it does. It really does. It, uh, it giving me a fire. I may have failed that test there, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to pass it next time. And I'm going to make a difference because like, I'm going to use those lessons that I learned there. I'm going to use them here. 
And that's and that's the most important lesson of them all. And in fact, I say everything's the most important lesson. But 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 really, the, to use the spirit world in this world, ethics gives you an advantage. It's not a liability. It really isn't. To be an ethical person and to be a spiritual person, it's an asset. It's not a liability. So, do you think that the, the your experience, well, it seems certain, but through your experience has opened you up to the more esoteric side of, of kind of, of of life things like um psychic uh psi uh, reiki acupuncture all those kind of things that people would call you nuts for believing and do you think it's opened you up to that sort of thing a bit more yes absolutely but, but i love i use the term nuts a lot and i love the term that 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 you use it. And so I always refer to my, my, my Kathy as the nut lady, because she always feeds nuts to the, squirrel. <laughs> the squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so I just think that's humorous, but, uh, but okay. So for a long time, no. Okay. But it's different now. Like, like first off is that once I start to remember about spirit, now I can sense spirit in people if I tune into it. And that, uh, like, like we're mentioning earlier, some people catch it right away, not because they're good or they're bad or they're very spiritual or unspiritual. I'm not really sure why it happens, but, but and I could feel their energy. And, uh, and most of the times it is, well, I, I can't say most, well, most of the times, but, but, but sometimes troubled energy, I feel stronger. You, you know, not the scent, but I think it's more like a reaching out kind of thing, like, like, like they sense your openness to it, or I, I just don't, I don't know, but, but I could see things in people and, and I'm not sure it's like, it's like telling them that, okay, this, this is your future in the way a psychic does, but, but I could tell probable outcomes and I could tell where they are in life. And, and that's so important, not only in a psychic way to help them, but, but when living your life and guiding the, the decisions that, 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 that you make. If you're in a business meeting and all of a sudden you start to feel things, the energy, and you can kind of feel why people are here in the same way I had the life review. Now I'm in a business meeting. The first thing I do is I look around the room and then I kind of see who, who I could tune into and I tune into them. I try to figure out their motivations. Another thing, not by talking that, but, but just by feeling their energy and tuning into that spirit, that same way, like I show up people in all shapes and sizes. I was still able to see the spirit. I couldn't tell their experiences, but I could tell how they felt about those experiences. Now, when I apply that to my regular life, it gives me so much more insight not to take advantage of them, not because I'm such a higher person. I'm not willing to take advantage of them, but, but really the way you get the most out of situations is to find that common ground, that collaborative, that brings everything up once, well, once again, not because I'm so highly evolved. It's just because the outcome is so much better. Yeah, 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 you know, you, you learn things. People say win-win, you know, sure, win-win, but really everybody's there for your own reasons. And the more that I use those skills to tune into people, to find out their motivations, or even on a personal level to offer advice or to act in accordance, like be able to sense somebody's, you know, they're having trouble with, with, with their boyfriend or their girlfriend, like, like, without asking them, you know, uh, oh, how's your boyfriend doing or how's your relationship doing? I'll, I'll sense that, but then I'll act accordingly. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's those things. And so, and so the short answer is, yeah, yeah, I feel things. I have to tune into it and I can't let it go. Like like when I was with the kids at first, I let it go. I, they, they were just kids. And now I learned, uh-uh, I am never letting it go. 
I'm always going to tune into that spirit and get as much as I can out of it. And uh, you know, even even now, Kathy and I are in rooms, and then and then I'll, we'll, we'll be sitting there. And you know, I'm a little bit of a pe people watcher, not a big people watcher, but I'm aware of my surroundings and the energy, obviously, from our conversations. And I'll say, Kathy, whoa, did you, did you see that person? And she's like, what? I said, read them. Can can, can you feel it? And she she's like, I I don't feel it. And it's like and it's like it's different. Like. I feel so comfortable being around intuitives because because that you know you do stand naked before them. I mean you do, but they stand naked before me too. Yeah, you know it's it, it's a different type of environment, and so and so yes, yes, I do feel more connected to spirit. I do feel psychic. You know, I can't tell people's future, and I'm not going to you know do uh, do that occasionally when we do our um, our workshops. Uh, for spiritual Reiki healing and sound healing, which 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 Kathy and I do all the time, I'll often uh, give people crystals from a bag, and then they'll pull crystals out, and I'll tell them about the crystal. But every once in a while, someone will pull a crystal, and then I'll see something in the crystal, and I'll see something in them, and I'll share it with 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 them within the context is that could be real, could be Stevie's imagination, but I, I want to share it. And more often than 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 not, people do connect with it. So then you wrote your book. How long after the experience did you write the book? Um, four years. It took, a, it took a long time. In fact, in fact, once I came to the realization is that I didn't want to write the book. I didn't know Kathy was pushing me for a long time. And, uh, and we had done certain things like uh, the first time I publicly spoke about the, the experience was uh, in our yoga studio. There was this 86 year old lady who wanted to go to this spiritual festival. She couldn't afford it. And, uh, and so I got this idea. How about I tell my story? I combine it with music and gongs and stuff. We'll do it for the yoga studio. We'll raise some money and sell it and, and give it to, to this beautiful lady so she can go. So what, well, what happened is I gave this speech, but to my surprise is the room was packed. There were people outside and it was just like, it was, it was this, I, I was just totally amazed at the interest. And that afterwards is that people were contacting me over and over and over again. And, uh, and I was sharing things with it, but I just didn't expect this, this result. And so I let it go for a long time. And then, uh, and then Kathy said, and Kathy was, was pushing me. And I said that I didn't feel I was worthy. And that in a sense, like there are people who study their whole lives, spirituality, and I did none of that. All I did was survive, really. Like, like who am I to stand before this piece and talk about spiritual evolution, blah, 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 when, when, where's, where? Yeah, you don't seem qualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Kathy said something that really resonated with, with me. She said that um, sometimes the Lord chooses the most unlikely of servants. And that, that that registered with 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 me, and I and we include this in the book because that because that I had a very similar experience that that happened to me one time when I was uh, I live in New York, uh, my mom lives in Florida in a retirement community. I go down and visit her once in a while, and so uh, you know regularly. And then so one well one time I was on my way back, and I had been uh, you know they have. One dollar malted beverages there, so I made my and the sun, and so I was really dehydrated, and I was just tired, and I was grouchy. The plane had been delayed, and all of a sudden, I get on the plane, and uh, my sign seat, 
and there's this Hispanic lady and she's like clutching her rosary and she's shaking and she's praying over and over again. And so like, I looked around, I was like looking for like another empty seat. Like, like it wasn't that I was less evolved then. I was, this is way before any of this happened, but I was like, I just want to sleep. I don't, I feel like crap. I, yeah, I yeah. want to sleep. I, it's not that I don't feel for her, but, but I, but <laughs> I had to sit there. And so, and so I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden they, they start packing away the plane and she starts shrieking and her, 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 her volume gets louder. And I'm thinking like they're going to need emergency services people here or something. And so, and so I didn't know, know what to do. And so I just kind of like reached over and held her hand. And, um, and she looked at me like she was shocked. And I was, I was like, wow, is she going to start yelling for help? Like thinking I'm groping her or something. And, and I didn't know what to say. And, and the only thing that came to me is I, I said, Jesus sent me. And then she, she, she looked, looked at me and kind of like half smiled. And then, and then she calmed down a little bit, but, but, but then when things started happening again, she started to freak out again. And then, so finally, I didn't know what to say, but I own this now. I couldn't get away. I mean, <laughs> I, I own this now. So finally I said to her, do you have any grandchildren? And that was like, oh boy, the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. This lady talked for two and a half hours about her grandchildren. She was telling me about how she came to the United States from Cuba on like a raft, you know, back in the 70s and how she wanted to, to have this opportunity for her kids to grow. And Maria is marrying Jorge, but Jorge is using Georgie and Georgie is in his given name. But, but you know, she, she was going through all these, all these things. But along the way, as I realized that that this woman has led such a such a wonderful, difficult life, but she feels such love and compassion about everything that I fell in love with this lady. I really did. It's just like the, like the most amazing thing. And so, and so I walked her off the plane. And so, and so I saw all of her family in the distance. I wanted to say goodbye to her then. And, uh, and so I, I, I took her aside. I said, I'm going to say goodbye to you now. And I said, I have something to tell you. And she goes, what's wrong? I said, I lied. I said, I lied about the Jesus thing. I'm sorry. I just wanted you to shut up. I just, I just, I feel really bad about it now. I just, especially being a religious lady, and I just, I'm really sorry. And she looked, looked, looked at me. She put her bags down. She let out a big laugh, reached up, kissed my forehead and pulled, pulled me down and told me the only one I misled was myself. Jesus did send me. And I said, no, no, I'm not even religious. And then she said, sometimes the Lord chooses the most unlikely of servants. And once again, you cho he chose wisely. And, uh, and that was, and then after that is that I put those pieces together. And then what Kathy said, and so finally I was like, okay, Kathy, let's write the book. And she was like, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then it was, was, was this process of about six months, but but the book came very fast because that Kathy and I talked about these things all the time. So, um, so, so, so we first went over everything that, that we wanted to say, and then we created this narrative, you know, it's from her perspective and my perspective. And, uh, and it's, it's also a love story. It's about us. And it's about coming to this spiritual realization. It's more than just the, the near death experience and the tragic loss of my son, but, but it's also coming to the realization that, that, that this is real and that, and that it makes a purpose in, in, in your life and the world. And, 
and that and that there's meaning to to uh, to things and uh, and that's been uh, and and it was just wonderful and then um and then uh, and she picks fun at me during during the whole book because she says about how I'm this pig-headed guy who just refuses to to see truths and and that's true I am a little stubborn <laughs> a little bit stubborn she'd say a lot stubborn but uh, but I am stubborn and uh, and I just learned a lot it's just this beautiful story about it's very funny very humorous and uh, but but it's also very very spiritual on a lot of levels and we talk about very deep subjects and very loving subjects but but if I were to add one more thing in the back of the book there are questions and answers, and that's very important because that we didn't want to break up the narrative of the book because we wanted to have a flow to it. But there are a lot of things about what would happen, as you could tell from our conversation. A lot of things that had happened there that um, that uh, that I want to explore deeply. But if we would have done it in the narrative, it would have distracted from the narrative and really what was going on and and the realizations and the love story and everything else. So we put those in the back of the book. And so uh, and so when someone reads the book, is that in addition to uh, listening to uh, you know uh, reading the uh, the narrative, is those those questions and answers are very important. They are they're just one one of my favorite parts of the book because I really got to explain some of the things that we talked about, some of the conclusions. The early on, the most of the book is about just a literal translation of what had happened and our experiences, but the questions and answers were really some of the things that we discussed today, like the conclusions, the universe according to Steve, as I put it. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to those who often, and I suppose reasonably say that, well, I watched Steve, I can see he's a businessman, he knows marketing, he knows exactly what people want to hear, and he's written a book. Now, everybody that writes a near-death experience book are profiting from it. So what's to say that Steve isn't just making this up or greatly exaggerating it to sell his book? Could be. Could be. <laughs> Take it at face value. Take it at face value. Is that, uh, is that uh, you've heard my words, you've read the book, and uh, you, you'll read, read the book and uh, enjoy it. And if, uh, if you think I'm nuts, you think I'm full of it, that's great because that, that'll be part of your life path. And those are things that, that you'll come to terms with. And that, uh, and who knows? Steve, Stephen could be wrong. It could have been the drugs. It could have been those other things. Who knows? Except for it's real and it works. And if you don't want to see it, that's okay. That's okay because who am I? I'm some stranger on the internet. I'm some guy who wrote a book. Who knows? But at the very least, it's going to give you food for thought. And think about it. Are these things wrong? Are these things not true? If they are, speak, speak your mind. Speak, yeah, speak, speak. And that's what life is about. It's about different experiences and learning things and interacting. You know, all I did was survive. That's it. And, th and that's all, all, all I'm saying here is all I did was survive. And I'm so happy I had Kathy and I had my family and I had my hometown. You know, it's, it's just amazing. You know, I live in this, this, this town that that if you get sick on Friday night, they're having a pancake breakfast to raise money on you Saturday morning. I mean, I mean, people made dinner for me for three months. They came to my house and made dinner. Yeah, you know, these are the things that 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 carry you through these experiences. And so, uh, and so, if someone believes that, that's okay. Please believe it. But take this experience, the words you've heard, take it into your heart, and see, and see how it means or doesn't mean in your life. Be open, you know, it, it, it's really, you know, keep an open mind, live and learn, you know, but, uh, 
but but I'm not asking anyone to believe anything or not believe anything. Here it is. Consider everything. It's it'll it'll, it'll be meaningful for you. Hmm. So, where can people find your workshops and? and... And any courses you do so um so the, the book is available on amazon here's my uh <laughs> my shameless promotional plug <laughs> and it's available on amazon it's called the place between here and there we have it on an audible version which is great i have these two wonderful people who are doing a husband and wife and they're great they're musicians and i'm a musician too so i really connect with them and then uh we have it in a uh, kindle paperback we also have it in Spanish. It's available in Spanish as well. And that's kind of like my tribute to the lady on the plane because, you know, I, we have to reach out to everybody, especially in the United States. Uh, you know, half of a great deal of the population does speak Spanish and it's a wonderful thing. And so I want to reach out to everybody. Um, the workshops, uh, because of the current health situation in the country, they're somewhat uh, limited. Uh, but, but right now, we're, um, uh, if you go to our website, it's called uh, uh, the place, I should mean, betweenhereandthere.org, betweenhereandthere.org, that lists our events. But uh, right now, what, what we've been doing is we've been uh, doing events at different yoga studios and bookstores, mostly in the New York area until this thing blows over. And, uh, and what we've been doing is we've been doing it to small groups. And so we'll have four sessions with like six to 10 people, depending upon the size of it. We'll walk through this, uh, we'll tell a very brief <laughs> version of the experience. But, but, but then we'll also talk about the Reiki and the Reiki healing and about how to, once you get into a meditative state that, that, that I can't get back to that place from a meditative state, at least I haven't been able to, but I've been able to get to that state of mind. And what we try to do is by using the gong and using the Reiki symbols with the friction mallets on the gongs and the bowls and different things, is we try to get people into a meditative state so they can be open to connecting with, with the spirit realms and get those messages and those values out of it. If nothing else, just have a relaxing afternoon. You know, it, it all, all depends on what you want to get out of it. It's all multidimensional. And so, and so just go to our website. We have all that information out there. But, uh, but one of the biggest surprises to me uh, about this experience hasn't been the NDE, is that our number one inquir inquiries and the heartfelt letters we, we get are nothing about NDE. It has to do with recovering from grief. And, uh, and that is what I'm so glad. I don't know how to tell you. I'm just so glad to be able to be here and to be able to share that experiences on a one-to-one. -one. We call people up all the time. People send us letters. We, you know, it's difficult to sit there and type forever. I just give them a call, ask them for the phone number. And we talk about, but, and I tell, I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. I don't know anything. I can just share you my, my experiences the way that a friend would, 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 would talk. I mean, we never charge anything for this. this is all just, just a connection because this is part of the, the, the meaning is that, is that the book isn't an end all it's, it's, it's one of the methodologies to get the message out, just as doing a podcast. Sure, sure, we, we could sell the book, but so many people watch the podcast and don't even buy the book because that I'm reaching to them. And it's these types of things, or it's the, or it's the, um, the, the workshops. We, we, we charge almost nothing for, for, for the workshops, just enough to pay for the room. You know, it's the point of making the message 
Everything's about the message. The message is just one. The book is a vehicle. The workshops are a vehicle. The, the social media is a vehicle. These are all vehicles about the message. And the final message is life is good and people are good, even when sad things happen. And that's the truth because your experiences are everything. Don't let people do bad things to you. Don't, don't, don't. That's part of your mission is to learn. But when bad things happen, accept them. They will fuel your spiritual growth. Don't develop blockages because if you have this hate or animosity towards yourself, towards other people who may have brought you these terrible experiences, you fail to see the meaning in it. You fail to learn the lessons until some other point. Try to put those animosities behind you. I remember um, the fellow who um, sold my son the drugs. Um, he was held responsible and he was brought to, to court. He was guilty and he was, he was sentenced to prison. And people often tell me, oh, you must have been really glad about that. And, uh, and uh, you must have really uh, wanted that guy hung and stuff. And no, absolutely not is that I have no hate or animosity towards that man at all. Is that, is that in fact, I just wanna make sure he doesn't do this anymore, but, but I want him to have a regular life. I want him to have kids. I want him to learn and be a, be a part of the society and to grow and to, and to share his experience and to, and to be a productive member in society. I don't, no vengeance for me, for, for, for me. society has their own. Uh, things. And so I accept society. I have to live here. And, and so fine. But on a personal one-to-one -one level, I want him to be happy. I want him to learn and grow. And I want him to really not make up for the bad things that, that, that he did, but to learn from them and grow from them and be a better person and be able to evolve and make a difference in his own life and perhaps the life and people around him. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Seeking Eye Life Exploration Podcast. If you did and would like to continue following my research, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel and following the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify and other podcast providers. You can also join our Facebook discussion group. You can find the link to this and other Seeking Eye online profiles at seeking-eye.com. Thank you.